The following program contains coarse language. Your discretion is advised. This show is part of the Dayspace Podcast Network. The opinions expressed on this show only reflect of the individual hosts who say them, and not of Dayspace Studios or any of its affiliates. This is not your mom's podcast. This is pure random chaos. Welcome to the Greeny Podcast. All right, what is up, everybody? Uh, welcome to another edition of the Greenie Podcast. This is episode 108. Um, so I wanted to do something kind of different with uh, the fact that Hurricane Irma just came through Florida and uh, the Bermudas and Cuba and all that because uh, I kind of like was affected by it, but not as much as everybody that I know that lives here. Uh, I have a lot of friends that are here. And some of us are new, and some of us have been, have been here for a while. So with this podcast, I'm going to be uh, kind of like doing phone interviews with uh, different people. And it's going to be kind of weird because I'm going to splice it all together, but it should work. So, uh, all right, so we're back. Uh, I got on the phone with me right now uh, another gentleman that is from Florida, originally from Pennsylvania. Uh, Craig Eganoff, what's going on, buddy? Not much, man. About to play some tennis here in a little bit. What are you up to? Uh, not too much. It's Sunday. Uh, I talked to Vin last night and uh, doing the fantasy football thing before all the games start today. Um, so, uh, so uh, how you been, man? Uh, it's been a little hectic, to be honest, but uh, finally got the power up back yesterday, so uh, feeling a lot better now. Right on, right on. So uh, you're down there. Where are you exactly at located, and how long you been in Florida? Uh, I've been here about four and a half years now. Um, I live in Gulfport, Florida, which is uh, 25 miles southwest of uh, Tampa on the uh, St. Petersburg side of the bridge. Oh, right on, right on. Uh, what brought you down here? Um, well, turned 30, I had been... Uh, hospitalized with pneumonia nine times in two years and had back surgery gained a lot of weight put a lot of weight on after that and uh, i just couldn't take the weather being in severe pain anymore the right. winter, so. yeah the plus the snow the, uh, time to get off the pot yeah exactly plus the snow is like people that aren't from up north and don't know the snow are always like oh i want to hang out in the snow and it's like yeah you do for a couple days but after six months of it you're like okay i'm done Right, right. And, and Especially it, when we were younger, I mean, I remember it being, it was nice beginning in April. And, you know, now, shit, it doesn't get warm up there till May or June. Yeah, exactly. And and that's another reason I love Florida is I can wear shorts all year round, and I don't really need a hoodie unless it's, like, November or December. <laughs> yep, Exactly. So, Irma came through, man. Was this your first major hurricane that you've been through? Yeah. I, uh, tropical depression my first year here, and uh, which that's just pretty much just rain for three straight days. And then um, I've been through two tropical storms. My first serious hurricane. Uh, did you stick it out with uh, with friends, or did you go alone? Yeah, I uh, I left where I live in Gulfport, and I just went about three miles north to a uh, buddy's house with him and his wife and uh, his brother and sister-in-law and their kids uh, up in uh, St. Petersburg and uh, stuck it out there. 
Right on. So, did did you think with the news saying how bad this storm was going to be, was it was it that bad or was it overhyped? Um, well, like, uh, like I said before, with the um, you know, being a meteorologist, it's like being a a baseball hitter. You can only be uh, right thirty percent of the job or thirty percent of the time, and they still consider you you know doing a good job. So, I mean. It's hard to forecast it, but luckily it took that uh, book right, like Scott Norwood, or uh, we would have been. Right. So, um... I mean, they, they had the eye of the storm heading right at us, and, you know, it, it's pretty nerve-wracking when you've, you know, you spent two weeks realizing, all right, how bad is this going to be, and then a couple days before, they got the eye of the storm heading right at Tampa, and... I mean, it was uh, a little nervous there for a while, so luckily we missed it. Now, when this storm came in, how, how would you describe it coming in? Was it something like it just came in all at once, or was it like it kind of like a tornado? Or and did you guys have microburst or anything down there? Well, I was uh, I was out in my buddy's pool about three, four o'clock, um, and you know, normal day, and then about. Uh, about four thirty five the wind started picking up a little bit. Nothing major, but uh by about six o'clock it uh picked up a lot. So I knew then it was time to get out of the pool and at least go inside and you know, wait it out there for the meantime. Right. So what what are uh some common hurricane supplies that you guys usually take? Um, plain beer, uh Water, if you you could even find it down here. Uh, hurricane snacks are always good, and uh, a lot of canned food. Cause uh, like I didn't expect the power to be out this long, but uh, you know once you go six days without power and no gas stations are open or have gas, or and all the stores are closed or out of supplies, you better be ready when it comes. Yeah, because you definitely have to have water. Uh, even if you're drinking beer, you still have to have water to hydrate <laughs> yourself. Yeah, and I mean, when they, um, you know, when they first made it a big deal about the storm coming in, I remember the storm hit Sunday, Monday, and the previous Friday, we're talking nine days prior, and I, I walked into the store and all the water was gone already then. So, I mean, it was a rough go if you didn't get your supplies early enough. Yeah, um... Do you think the uh, the way the storm came in and the way they predicted everything, do you think it ever had a chance to actually come into the Gulf and grow stronger? I, you know, I don't know because um, a few days before, even on all the radio shows down here, you know, they would have the weathermen on, you know, three times a day to give an update. And they all had it, you know, going up, riding up the East Coast and telling all of us we'd be fine, so... That's a pretty far uh, distance to go in just those three days over to the uh, Gulf side. So, I mean, anything's possible. A storm hasn't come through the Tampa side in a while. So, But uh, usually when it comes into the Gulf, it usually always heads towards Louisiana or Texas. So hopefully we don't get another big one like that for a while. Right. Um Do you know, do you think that for people that don't know and that are up north, uh, what is more stressful, a blizzard coming in or a hurricane? Um, 
now that I've experienced this, I would say a hurricane because a blizzard, you may get a few days' notice, whereas, you know, a hurricane, you're, hey, you hear about it first, and that's still, you know, a week out, and then they're telling you the path it's going to take, so you're getting stressed out. And then by the time you're getting ready to bunker down and hunker down for, you know, the day or two prior, you're, that's all they show on TV. We couldn't even get uh, college football down here on Saturday, the day before, because that's all they showed was hurricane footage. Sunday game, the NFL game, all this show. So that's all you're watching. It's all you got in your head. They've been telling you you're going to die. They've been telling you to, you know, hunker down and be ready. So it's very nerve-wracking. Yeah, I, I, for being up here in the panhandle, it was kind of nerve-wracking myself because I was watching everything from the YouTube analysis to Weather Channel... <laughs> And it, it, and for being, you know, my first time down here for something like this, uh, it is definitely one of the most highest stress levels ever. Even if it's not going to hit me, it's still stressful because you don't actually know where it's going. Right, right. And that's even like with the, you know, great question with the blizzard comparison because at least... It's weird in a hurricane setting like this, and especially with the the shape of Florida the way it is. I mean, you're not finding gas the whole week prior, and if you find a gas station, be ready to wait in line for just 30 minutes. Yeah, even and by the time you get in, they're out of gas. And by the time you go to the store, they're out of water, they're out of food. So it, it's just it, it's very. Yeah, I had a friend that was in Orlando, and she ended up leaving, and she said that was the most stressful thing she's ever done, and she's been down here probably about two years, and uh, she was telling me that even on the way out of Florida, there was a hard time finding gas or a hotel anywhere north of us. Yep, and that's a big deciding factor. I mean, if you're going to leave, you you have to think, hey, you may get stuck on the side of the road and have to leave your car there. I mean, even today, um, I went to Lakeland yesterday, and even today and yesterday, or yesterday and this morning on my way back, there's still cars all on the side of 275 and I-4, and even on my way back this morning, there was, you know, electrical trucks out, people still without power, so it's just a, a risk you got to take, and for me... It was worth staying just because I had no other option, but... Right. Yeah, I stayed too because uh, I wasn't sure if we were going to leave or not, and uh, as it's, as the storm kept going on and moving in the direction it did, uh, there was not really much time to leave because the, all the highways were already packed with people leaving. Right. It's it's like once you decide, once you play the waiting game, and then you decide you're gonna leave, it's already too late at that point. Right. Okay. Final question before we go. Uh, what would you? What would your advice be to anybody that, uh, you know, says that they would never live here or vacation here? Um. I mean, I get it. There's a lot of crazy shit that happens in Florida. Um, a lot of crazy people, but uh, I, I love it here. It's amazing. There's a lot of great people, too. There's going to be goofballs and weirdos everywhere, but, uh, I mean, perfect weather year-round. You can play, you know, play tennis, ride bikes, canoe, kayak. Every day you can 
you can be doing something outside and not be stuck inside and the blizzard. And uh, it's just great. And you can't beat the weather in the winters. It's, I mean, around here, usually in the winters, it's, you know, upper 40s, lower 50s. But uh, I'll take that any day over five feet of snow. Hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, man, I thank you for joining me, and uh, we're going to stuff like that. On the line right now, I have uh, Vinny on the line. Vinny's been uh, away for a while, and I figured I'd bring him on the show because he was affected by Hurricane Irma. What's going on, buddy? Uh, not, not much, not much. I'm trying to stay cool. House, house popping back and forth from couch to couch because we still have no power. Right on, uh, yes. Six days from the actual storm, yet seven days without power. So do they know when they're going to bring power back on? Um, they are saying, they said the 22nd, and then they just switched it today to the 20th, which is still five days out. Yeah, that's five days out too long for you guys right now. Um... Dude, it was five days too long before today. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you some things about this hurricane. Did you got now? I know you've been through many of hurricanes before, being that you've been down here a long time. Did you think? I've been. I've been. I've been on the outside of hurricanes many a times in this state. Never actually this close in a run-in with a hurricane like Charlie. Hurricane Charlie came through, and it literally buzzed us by, like, 30 miles. Like, the eye was about 30 miles, not even, right, 15 miles from us. Um, but that was a brutal hurricane. That was fast. It went right up the right up the Mayaka, or the Peace River is what they call it. Um, and lots of power outages, lots of, lots of, lots of just power, like Mother Nature. Mother Nature is amazing. Now, with your initial thoughts, with your initial thoughts of this storm, do you think that they overhyped it and they were prepared for it, or they were underprepared? Uh, I don't. I, I don't believe they ever overhype it. They give us the worst case scenario, and they mention that. Except we, as the consumer, as the listener, choose to only hear what we want to hear. Um, it was a devastating storm all the way up until two hours, not even two hours. It was probably an hour. After it hit Fort Myers, it started jogging east. If it would have stayed on the coastline, we would have got hit with a, with a category four, a strong category four, but it started jogging east across 75 and... You know, thank goodness, thank God, um, roll the die, however you want to put it, we got avoided. We, we, I mean, minimal damage, but power loss, power loss, a lot of places are out of water, um, but we didn't get the blunt of it. Like, we missed, the eye missed us once again, so that, that in itself is an amazing Amazing feat. Right. Uh, were you guys worried at all about storm surges or anything like that in your area? We were. We were in at the worst possible scenario. We were in 
a one-foot storm surge. Um, so we didn't have a mandatory evacuation. It was uh, it was a voluntary evacuation, mandatory for trailers and sheds. Sheds and sheds. Everybody who lived in a shed and a trailer had to leave. Um, yeah, I can understand that with the wind power and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, I mean, it's, uh, uh, I, I swear, whoever whoever wrote the story about the three little pigs have been through the eye of a hurricane, and that's where they got the nursery rhyme. Yeah, I could go along with that because the way the wind was and everything. Um yeah. Do, do you think one, you could handle? Do you house think was made of straw? Right. The other little pig's house was made of of wood, and the last little pig's was made of brick. Right. So I mean, it's 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 all relative to to uh, the the no to the to the uh, to the eye of the storm. How close are you? Hey, you see, there's some dogs up there. What were your thoughts? We're walking the dog. Right. What were your thoughts when it initially hit your area? As it, it, would you think you were going to get hit really hard? I know you sent us some videos, and they were you could see the trees swaying in the wind. But did you, did you think you were going to actually get re- hit really hard? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, 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 all the way up, and like I said, all the way up until it hit Fort Myers. Once it hit Fort Myers and started jogging east, I at that point. Um, things started to calm down, but I, I mean, we had, I, I had, I had, I, I, I was, the way that the wind was blowing, I could smoke on the front porch and stay dry since the back porch, the sliders were boarded up. Uh, I couldn't get out on the back porch, but I left one window on the back porch in the, in, in my kitchen open. Um, and that meaning, meaning I didn't cover it with a, with a piece of plywood. So that was our only vulnerability, and as long as I sat there, I watched the storm from that spot, and I watched the storm from the front porch, as you saw by the videos that I were taken, that I was taken. Um, but ultimately, uh, up until that last, up until it hit Fort, Fort Myers, I was expecting, like, I was scared. We had microbursts, like, there was, there were, there were times where I thought, my shed, our garden, and my fence were going to blow away because, and what I mean by microbursts are basically really tiny, quick tornadoes that just touch down and go back up. And that, that seems to be the damage in the area. Like, it's pretty much centralized in all these locations. That's why we're so sporadic with, with where we have power. Um, because it hit certain areas and just destroyed it and then followed and picked up and, and kept moving. Right. Do you, feel, do you feel like that um, with this hurricane that you'll be taking more hurricanes if they come through more serious? Um, I mean, well, we live in Florida, dude. Like, don't take hurricanes serious. Unless you know you're going to be in the eye. <laughs> you're half serious and half cocked. That's how it works. Hurricane parties are legendary. This is 
it's, it's like Clark Kent and Superman. You know what I mean? Like, you can be a Clark Kent or you can be a Superman. But then, when that hurricane hits and the eye gets you, then you really wish Clark Kent was there because you're doing some dumbass shit thinking you're Superman. Right. I agree. I agree. Do you feel like uh, that with this storm and how it moved through Florida, do you feel like there's going to be another one like this or one that will actually come into the Gulf and come straight up instead of jogging east? Well, I mean, when I graduated from meteorologist school uh, 10 years ago, uh, no, I never thought a hurricane was ever going to hit Florida. Um, that was just a joke, bad joke, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> but you got to take every one of them halfway serious. Um, when when Jim Cantore is out there, you, you, you can have some fun with it. But when you're watching your your weather model in the area and the spaghetti fucking path of the hurricane, you, there's there's no way not to take it serious. I mean, that storm was 400 foot, 360, something like that, 360 miles wide. Like, there was nothing behind the storm. Thank goodness it hit land because there was no storm surge. Now, if it would have kept on the coast, it would have been fucking nasty. Like, it would have been fucking nasty, and that's when a storm surge would have happened. Now, I've never been through a storm surge. I've been through the hurricanes, and I've been on the sidelines of the hurricanes as they pass through. Katrina, Henry, um, or Harvey. Um, no, wait. No, 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 no. Henry, not Harvey. Um, Charlie. Like, and who the fuck picked a baby book? to name hurricanes because there ain't a goddamn motherfucker in this country that names their kid after any of the hurricanes in the last 60 fucking years 8 years, 10 years, think about it you bring it up and show this on the panel for the podcast names of hurricanes for this season they're fucking silly like Gertrude like Belinda uh, Jose well, no, I mean, Jose's just a... I, we live in Florida, dude. There's... there's, there, we're, we're pretty eclectic. There's a lot of Jose's from different nationalities yeah. in Florida. <laughs> I could agree with that. There's definitely a lot of Jose's here. Every can... Every can has a Jose. So, American, Mexican, <laughs> Puerto Rican, Cuban... I guess they're not cans. They're just, and that's not a racist remark. That's just the the one that I'm gonna worry about is the one they name Jesus. Yeah, I would uh, definitely be afraid of something like that. Now, um, I know you guys were making fun of me because it was my first time through a, through something like this. But what would your advice be to somebody that is new to Florida and new to the whole hurricane thing? Um, go to Bush Gardens. They have, you can deposit $5 into the machine and you stand in the center of it and it will, it will, it will put you in the wind vortex of a hurricane and it will jack you all the way up to 140 mile an hour wind inside this little tube. And I mean, 
after you're done with that, you're all cooled down because it's Florida and it's 100 degrees every day. Um, and then you can go back on the ride. You know, go grab a beer because you're at um, Bush Gardens, Anheuser Bush Gardens, and go have some fun. Right on, man. Right on, man. So, uh, with with power being out and everything, are you guys using generators and stuff like that? Yeah, dude, it sucks. I have I have I have almost exceeded our power bill in fuel in seven days. Actually, what five days? Five days of running the generator. We've been running the generator for five days. That's crazy. Um. You guys are down in Port Charlotte, correct? Yeah, buddy. Right on, right on. All right, buddy, I thank you for joining me, and uh, stay safe, and hopefully that's your power... The, that's all the questions? That's all the questions? Yeah, man, Let me that's... ask you a couple questions there, Tim. All right, go ahead, ask me. How, how, how do you think you fared? Do you, do you think you fared like, like a woman having her period through this hurricane? Or do you think you fared as like a, a, a stoner female um, hippie tree hugger that was totally down with the wind blowing? Uh, I would go with the latter of both because I was petrified on it coming my way in, you know what I mean? So I would go with the latter of both. Okay. All right. Um, are you super excited that Uber never shut down? Uh, actually, Uber did shut down in all of Florida except for Pensacola, Destin, and uh, Panama City. Uh, it is still um, shut down in the rest of the state until uh, everything's back to normal. Wow. They just started letting, like, the travel ban just got picked up. Let me, let me explain something else that really threw me for a loop. Okay. okay. This was this was a situation that that kind of divided the group in a, per se. Um, not only were we out of power since the tent, when I got off of work on the fourteenth, I. I found out because I was running low on alcohol and supplies, I had found out that there was a curfew and they stopped all booze and liquor sales in our county. Is that something normally they do? What's that? Is that something they normally do? No. No, no, it's not something that they normally do, but you have to understand, and the, and the listeners from out of this state have to understand, that Florida is paradise. We run off of drinking at breakfast, drinking at brunch, drinking at lunch, drinking in between lunch and dinner, and then drinking heavily after dinner, okay? And then on top of that, most of the people in Florida are fucking retired. So they're on God knows what amount of medication. So their fucking cocktail gets thrown in the loop, right? Now, on top of that, we're fucking stressed and we're hot. 
and you're now you're gonna take our fucking booze away. That's that's pushing it. There's a there's a point of 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 ridiculousness, and you know, coming from an alcoholic, I feel that that is not a fair play. If you're gonna eliminate alcohol sales, then you need to eliminate tobacco sales as well. I could agree with I that. Mean, it's only fair. If a motherfucker can't drink, then a motherfucker can't smoke a goddamn cigarette. It's still illegal to smoke bud, so I had nothing to say about that. Like, fend for yourself that way. Right. I can agree with that 100%, man. So, got any other questions? Um, yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. Did you sleep with the pink blankie with the, with the flying elephants on it, or... Were you cuddled up with that fleece onesie that you got from Brotherly Love? Uh, I, I went with the fleece onesie from Brotherly Love. That thing's pretty dope. It's got the pooper trap where you just unbutton the two and then it flaps down so your balls can dangle. You can like, you can sit down and piss without a problem. Yeah. And then you can just the brains out when you're nervous. You know. Yep. It worked so that good. Was, that was definitely a good choice because you get outside of the of the of the of the blue elephants, then yeah, you're um, like you get cold. Right. You get cold up there at seventy at seventy degrees, don't you, Tim? No, actually, sixty was kind of chilly up here the other day when it was still raining, and uh, we we're waiting on to find out if the it was going to come to us, or if we're, or if it was going to be a tropical storm. And when the tropical storm rolled in, it was uh, kind of chilly with the wind and uh, the rain. You guys were so far away from the uh, from any of it. Like, like, did you? Was it? I don't even know where it was. I think it was on our page that one of you guys posted. They were doing a they were doing a a, a broadcast in Miami Beach before the fucking storm had hit, and you had Brody out there from. From point break, getting ready to fucking thrash a wave, dude. Like, he's way out in the storm surf, and they're doing a fucking story. Like, they're there reporting how bad the weather is, and he's trying to catch his last wave. This is the one, man. They're reporting 30 foot, they were reporting 30 foot waves in Miami. Yep. When that hurricane was coming through, when that bitch hit Naples. They were getting 30-foot waves in the Atlantic. That That's they were. Beast. That they were. All right, man, I'm going to let you do your thing, and I'm going to jump off here, and uh, we're going to see you guys here in a little bit with uh, another guest. So until next time, here we go. Get the hell off of here. So until next week, guys, fuck you later. We're late. We're out.